people are talking about their stories, but about the process and all that. It's just yeah. interesting to me. It's interesting. The process and not just the the product are interesting yeah. to me. It's interesting to think of Nora Ephron and, and uh, Rob Reiner working together. Yeah. On, you know, punching up the script or whatever. Yeah. It's got to be part of it. But then I guess Billy Crystal and Meg Ryan helped too. It's very fascinating, Diane. It's a fascinating topic. We could go on for hours, but it's time to shut up and say, It's <laughs> 8 a.m. Saturday, August the 17th, 2019. I'm Bill. I'm Diane. It's the Bill and Diane. <laughs> I can sometimes can't get that throat thing. Doesn't always work. I see. Yes. Well, here we are, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the candles are lit. Uh, the blinds are not very open, and uh, it's. Uh, I got myself a cup of coffee here, and I'm going to take me a sip. Lovely and everything, and it's our place, and yeah, here we are in it. Yeah, ham and eggs. And it's a Saturday. And it's Saturday morning, and it's been a hectic week here in Lake Amphetamine, <laughs> as per usual, doing uh, all kinds of little, you know, things that drive me crazy. So we've spent a good deal of the morning talking about how how things are driving you how crazy. How things are driving me crazy, <laughs> but it's good things. It's 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 formative things, and it's just a matter of getting it right and then letting go, right? That's exactly right. Right. So I'm not to the letting go place. <laughs> as long as I'm still in the getting it right process, I'm a little, you know. As all as we all are I, I in those so. situations. I would think so. I would think in a situation like this. Anybody would be a little, you know. And what may you be talking about, Bill? Uh, what is this? The layout for my new recording. Because, see, I, graphics I still make albums. I still want to have the thing that I can hold in my hand and hand to you and say, here's my new album. I don't want it to just exist in the, the, ether. In the world of zeros and ones. I want it to be tangible, a thing, Diane, a thing that exists in the world that you can put on the shelf next to the other things that I've done over the years and things like that. I like it. Well, yeah, it makes us old. That whole way of thinking about things, I don't think it exists in the mainstream as much as it used to. And I think that's a loss. You know? I know John Daly would agree with me. Darn it. Don't you, John? John? John! <laughs> so, there you have it. That's kind of where my brain is spinning today. The first part of this happened at the beginning of the week when we went to... That's right, we did. On Monday morning, we had the photo shoot, which is probably one of the most tortuous hours <laughs> I have spent in the last 10 or 15 years. <laughs> Pardon me, I'm going to have another drink of coffee. I mean, I felt like I had worked a full day. You boy. Had a physical job. It's good coffee. When we left that place. And it was a, you know, it was a completely pleasant experience as it was happening, but it was just killing me. I did not, I have no idea what that is. And you brought me along for moral support. I brought support. you along to keep me tethered uh, somehow to the planet and to the... <laughs> the casualness of what was really going on, which was I'm just getting some pictures took, 
but you know, these pictures are going to exist and the thing. Well, you made a good choice of photographer. Yes. He, <laughs> Rick is... Uh, Rick Carroll. Rick Carroll is his name and he is uh, completely understanding and he's in it. He's in the process. I mean, I think he understood exactly what I was going through. <clears throat> but it's hard to make, it's hard to take a, a posed photo and make it look like it's not posed. So we had to kind of transcend the idea of a pose because all the posed ones looked like, you know, the photos that you got at Sears and Roebuck when you were a kid <laughs> where they would put that board up in front of you and you'd put your arms <laughs> down on the board and... So luckily Diane was there and she said, why don't you just play? Because I was holding my guitar. Well, it's because... Stand there <laughs> holding my guitar up and treating it like my friend, you know, with my arm around it and with my head turned at a certain angle, <laughs> smiling at the camera. Well, it was just that <laughs> the reason why I knew that that would work is that one time you had asked me to take a few oh, God. photos of Do you. Do we have to keep telling this story? <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just it to... is, it's emblematic of the entire um... thing, and it's always been like this for me. Getting photos taken, headshots, whatever, you know. And he looked like he was a combination of sad and mad yeah. while I was just taking photos. And I said, okay, let's go outside because it was kind of a nice day. And, and he had his guitar with him. And I said, why don't you just play the guitar? And as he was playing the guitar, he started... Uh, to re to I, relax, maybe? He was starting to relax, and I said, oh, okay, there's... And then you started laughing at yourself about yeah. the... Because the it's a thing. ridiculous... I mean, inside my head, you wouldn't believe the circus atmosphere inside my head. It's So when we were having the same problem at the photo shoot, you had told me that that was why you were bringing me. Yeah, exactly. To, to tell Rick that story. And so I told Rick, you know, I think that if Bill could play a little bit, you know, so I think that would help him loosen up, and and so and it did. Yeah. And then Rick decided to instead of having the camera on a tripod, camera on the that. tripod, just do it a handheld, and that was when we got the good photos. But he was so great because yeah. he would just He'd go take an image and go pow. <laughs> <laughs> he know, was he... like, there it is, pow. pow. There it is, pow. Yeah. So then it became quite exciting and, and fun, and I think that you were far happier when you were doing that. Yeah. yeah. And I was dancing around to make you laugh, too. That's right. So it was a good thing, but it was like, you know, 8 o'clock Monday morning, you know. So it's, that's how the week started. And we did get some, some good photos out of that session, and... Uh, and they will be on the recording, and that's good and everything. But then there's all the words, you know, and what words are on this panel and what words are on this panel. And then there's the lyric booklet and getting all of that, making sure there's no typos and, you know, all that little stuff. Well, I'm good at the making sure there's no typos part. But, but, man, I mean, between the... We've never talked talk to them about the cover art. No, because I'm, I'm thinking that it's, you know, I would rather that kind of be there. 
I'm not sure that I want to. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I want to talk about it in advance. Okay. All I'll say then is it is very, very special. Yes, it's very special, and uh, it's a one of those. It's it was a uh, oh you know one of the one of those uh, moments. Uh, it was a serendipitous. Was serendipitous. It was a yes. serendipitous, epiphanous uh, moment uh, in discovering uh, the cover art, and it just everything is just it's perfect. It really is the perfect image, and that was that was. That was like suddenly you're transported ten miles ahead in the process, you know. Once that was, once that epiphany happened, it was like, oh, we're there. Okay, all I got to do is put the stuff around it, and we're good. So it's the putting the stuff around it that I'm doing now. Well, anyway, I think this is going to be a pretty uh, stellar boffo. Uh, boffo. Pow! Kind of cover. I mean, the, the, for the whole package between the cover art, which is phenomenal, and the the photos that Rick Carroll took of you, I think it's going to be pretty special. Nobody will have to concern themselves with the actual sound coming out of their speakers. <laughs> They'll be too busy appreciating I'm just, the, the, the. I'm just talking about the other the stuff. graphics and stuff. Yeah. Because you know how well you take compliments and. That's right. Then, yeah. Right. Anyway, so that's been uh, kind of center of my brain all week once again, and it probably will be for a few more weeks. Just because, you know. But I think once I release the text to Tim Braun, who's doing the, uh, the layout, uh, uh, who's someone I trust implicitly because he did the last album too. And he's worked with my friend uh, Pip McCaslin for years and years and years. And Pip is an old friend too. I first went to Pip in the mid-80s to do duplication on my cassettes. Back when cassettes And he's done uh, Cat's cassette. I mean, excuse me, he CD did, he did too. Cat's new her, album, yeah. New I don't album. know if she had worked with Pip before. Didn't sound like she had, but uh, he was certainly delighted to work with her. But this week has held other glorious events. Has it, Diane? Well, first of all... I had a visit from a friend of mine, uh, a guy that I got to know as a school bus driver. and uh, He's actually been on our show. He's been on our show, Mr. Dave Pulaski. Came over for coffee, and we spent like three and a half, four hours talking about everything, and it was a probably one of the most... Uh, gratifying, informative, and, uh, I don't know, delightful conversations I've had in many a year. And I hope that it's the first in a series of those kinds of conversations, because he is one person uh, who I admire on so many levels. It's hard to describe them all. And, And he left behind Little Pulaski. Little Pulaski, yes. Little Pulaski, who's sitting on the coffee table. Right now, perhaps we should. I'm a little, I'm a little concerned because I already knocked Little Pulaski's glasses off once. He needs to be more firmly seated. I plan to deal with that this week. Little Pulaski well. is a, a bobblehead. A, a little statue, a little bobblehead statuette of Dave Pulaski. 
the reason why he brought it by is because I had longed for this particular sculpture. Yes. It's so wonderful. Yes. And we are great appreciators and devotees of uh, David's art, as well as David himself. Yes, he is a Renaissance man. He is a, uh, I don't know, he's something special. He reminds me of a, uh, like a vaudevillian on some levels, and on other levels is just a, an incredible intellect. He, ha he holds great mythological import in the Davy Shulstad household. There you are. There you are, Diane. There you are. I couldn't have said it better myself. Including the I mean, fact that he, times, he is the uh, famed Zero the Mind. Zero the Mind. You would have to listen back to the... Told of in to a, song and spoken word. Exactly. Yeah. Certainly in my spoken word. Yeah. So that happened. What else, Diane? And I got to see Chela and Ula. Chela and Ula, that's right. Um, my... And Zana. And I got to see Zana, but I didn't get to really visit with her yeah. as much. But one of my dearest friends I've known since her birth, Chela. And Chela and John, her husband, about nine months ago, I had a wonderful little being come into their lives, Ula. And now she is this glorious spark of divine joy in the world. And I got to spend some time, some quality time. In the middle of a day, Chela just contacted me the day before and said that she was going to be taking Zana to the UW to, that Zana was going to be taking a test. And she was wondering if I might have an hour to spare out of my day. And I was like, are you kidding me? I'm coming to see you, man. Yeah. So. Cool. That's pretty special. Yeah. It's pretty. A, pretty amazing to see the passage of a person. I I never had children biologically myself, and uh, and so I always have been following Chela's life in the same way I think a parent does with their children, and it's just been a phenomenal situation Indeed. and Zana as well but Chela was my what what are you doing nothing the battery on, our, on Mr. Microphone is oh, okay. at a low ebb I just want to make sure that he kept leaning over and looking it doesn't at switch line, off so. on us you know sometimes the technical side of the program is sorry I love Zana very much but you know when kids are young they really yeah. need to have a special friend yeah, and yeah. I was the special friend for Chayla, and she was mine. <clears throat> so for me, um, that was... And it was par partially circumstantial, because you were the you were the door person at the Tuesday night open mics yeah, at, exactly. at the Antique Sandwich, and you were friends with Tammy and Dick, and, and uh, Chayla was there, and you, know, you guys bonded. Did fun stuff together. Yeah. And we've been doing fun stuff together ever since. I'm so glad that she has incorporated me into her life in that way. Because, you know, as the adult in the in the scenario, I, I always was feeling a little bit like um, I wanted her to call the shots because, right. you know, you didn't want to be too overly present. But, but she and I, we're like soulmates from eons and eons, so... 
So it's been a wonderful week of visits and high hilarity of photo shoots. Yeah. 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 And dealing with the minutiae of text that will soon be made permanent and unchangeable. So that it has, you know, if I ever, if I was ever like to actually publish a book of poetry or something like that, I'd probably be a crazy man during that process too, you know, going through just to make sure that it, everything looks the way I want it to look. You know? Because, you know, I don't have an idea of how I want things to look going in. Case in point would be I was thinking I wanted black and white photos on the album cover or something with very muted color. And now that we've seen the images, we're like, no, 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 full color, full color. That's yeah, what we're, that's it's like. Right. It's like I've always been one of those people. I know it, I know it's right when I see it, uh, but I don't. I'm not a, always able to imagine the rightness of it going in. You know, it's got to be. I got to interact with the materials more uh, in I, order to know. Truth be known, I was always hoping for color. Yeah, I know, Diane. Yeah, yeah. You had to put that in. You had to yes. get the little I told you so moment. You no, I'm not the, saying I told little, you so. I'm saying like, yeah. I, liked, I like the color yeah. in this particular Well, event. I did not, yeah. It was, it was, for me, it was a question of balance and hue and uh, what pops and what doesn't pop. You know, that kind of stuff. It's, there's some subtlety there that I needed to see to understand, okay, this is possible to do this this way. <clears throat> but a boom, but a bang, kind of thing. Absolutely. Anyway. So if we haven't got much battery power, and I've got to, you know, go to Pilates and stuff, so yeah. maybe we should talk about Let's the music. Let's talk about the music, Diane. Once again, we are we are uh, defaulting to some source material from Diane's history and interaction with what we have come to call folk music. In yeah. And this is another one of the uh, groups that was introduced to me on the on Cindy's folk rock tape Cindy! long ago. And uh, the group is Steel Ice Band. As I was listening to a lot of these groups uh, that she had on the folk rock tape, I realized that really I just love folk music. And I'd never heard the folk music, uh, the kind of British revival folk that these people were representing. And so for me, that was that was my opening of the door into that world. And then in the end, I became far more interested in the folk than the rock. Right. You know, so So you're more it drew you into the more traditional British Isles folk music sounds. But apparently Steel Eye Span is still a group in existence and they are celebrating their 50th anniversary as a group this year so it's interesting i'm going to uh you know i'll be asking cindy when she listens to this if the hard times in old england was the the one that she had on the tape because that is the one i think she had on there Uh But I think, you know, there were a lot of different songs. I think that she played a couple of uh, songs for the different groups, perhaps. But in any event, when I listen to these songs and I realize that 
probably these folk rock uh, groups were also reintroducing the that mm-hmm. kind of music into a new generation. Oh, yeah. That's what they were all so, about, taking that traditional music and modernizing it a little bit, yeah. putting it into a vocabulary that... It was sort of like they crossed a language barrier or right, something. Right. Sort of like this was the way people talked long ago, and here is how you translate it into your uh, language, but then all of a sudden you think, boy, I really like that language. Yeah. I want to learn that. But I, because now when I'm hearing all these things, I think, oh man, I just love that melody. I love the, you know, the, the ways that the song is, mm-hmm. and I don't need any of the, the rock elements of it to, to hold me. And Maddie Pryor is uh, the vocalist, and she is well known for her vocals and has done a lot of different kinds of things over the years, both on her own and with different groups. And, uh, and the the person who started the band, I think his name was Ashley Hutchins or something oh, yeah. like that, he was in Fairport Convention and broke off from them and right. formed this band. And he's now with, back with Fairport Convention, I believe. Yeah. I think he still plays violin for Fairport. And Ian Anderson of our beloved Jethro Tull yeah. uh, produced Steel Ice one of Steel Ice Band's uh, records, uh, Now We Are Six. Yeah. But, and anyway. yeah, Jethro Tull having, having celebrated their 50th anniversary, I think, last year. Man. Yeah. Man. Unbelievable. The crossbreeding between all of our beloved groups is quite phenomenal. Unbelievable, Diane. Unbelievable. Oh! 